0: Hello, and welcome to the Not All There Podcast. I am your host, Chad. Today, you get me and me alone. Me and my thoughts and my words, and we're going to see how this goes. Uh, You, uh, the listener, the one that I have, thank you for listening. Uh, I feel like you've gotten to know the people that I'm talking with and I, I feel real good about how this is organically taking form in these conversations that we're having and, and I, think, I think good things are happening and I'm, I'm really happy and proud of that and, and the emotions uh, that, that are coming with that are new to me and keeping uh, my shit together while feeling emotions of joy that's that's entirely new for me and uh, I'm gonna speak on that. Um, I've gotten a lot of really positive feedback from people about this and that's very um, it's amazing. it's flatter uh, flattering and uh, flabbergasted is how I feel right now um, because I have always, had uh, a victim mentality right always had kind of a negative outlook on things didn't hold myself in very high esteem a lot of low self-confidence and insecurities and uh when i started drinking at the age of 18 uh those seemed to kind of go away and uh wasn't until later that they kind of i don't know mutated and, and formed into different versions of old emotions. And that created the drunkard Chad. Um, now, this is my experience. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I'm going to talk about my experiences, what I've learned about myself. Um, because for me, I am the type of person that um, I... I like to hear about the the gory stuff right that that really it's more relatable to me and that's a lot of the um, driving influence for this project that I'm doing is to, you know, uh, present kind of the, I always keep using the word unvarnished, the unvarnished, uh, look at addiction and what that truly, uh, looks like. And, and hopefully through these conversations and, and, and words, I can express what that might actually look like. And for someone like me, um, that type of information really is helpful because it doesn't make me feel alone uh it it, when i started hearing these stories from other people whether i was uh in a church basement and somebody was telling a story or just through the people that i've met in recovery uh just them sharing experiences i started to feel well accepted that that i wasn't different that i wasn't fucked up in the head well (laughs) we're all a little fucked up, man. So some more than others, but that I wasn't, um, an anomaly, right? I felt very alone. I felt like an outsider. I felt like I didn't fit in. I didn't fit in my own skin and the booze just kept, uh, you know, it was, it was almost like, like moonshine on a fire, man. The flames were just burning up inside of me and it was painful. And i I didn't know what to do because I didn't know who I was right inside, I felt that the person that I was representing myself to be was not truly who I was inside and you know to that um i have I made notes today, but am I going to use them I doubt it, but there was something that was shared with me today um that was passed along um, from a friend of a friend, and I'm going to read this. It really, well, let's 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 read it and then we'll talk about it. Uh, okay, uh, the saying is you can't compare your insides to someone else's outsides. You can't compare your insides to someone else's outsides. And that really it was like a tuning fork that went off. Inside my my body and my soul, my palms got sweaty Um, because you know, like the 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 job of recovery, and you know, back to these goddamn cliches that that are used all the time. It's an inside job. What that means is that you got to take care of of you, your soul. You know you your insides right what i mean is embrace your emotions embrace who you are how someone on the outside presents himself that that doesn't necessarily represent who they truly are right and i think more now than than ever our society really has this false perception of what a person's true identity is because, you know lots of people, and you know we're all guilty of maybe you know, we're all guilty. Of, hell, I'm guilty of it is is you you put something out there on social media that that may not entirely represent who you are, right? Because why? is maybe you'll get some likes and maybe you'll get a couple you know, responses, comments from people like, oh you look great, oh you look so happy. And but you know that maybe you're not really as happy as you're you're representing yourself to be. Okay. And you look at someone that you know or someone that you admire, um, and and you see this way that they represent themselves, this appearance, and maybe you feel, I don't know, shame, insecure, you know. Down, you know, um, because it 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 probably not how they really are, right? They could be miserable inside, but they want to project themselves as being something uh, successful and happy. And 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 they could be just as lost as anyone, but they don't look like it. All right. So if you're feeling poorly about yourself inside. And you see somebody that has this, this this appearance to be happy, and hopefully they are. Man, uh, any all anyone wants is to is to be happy. And that and that feel makes you you look at them and you're like that fucker's happy, and I'm just, bleh. And well, you know what? Fuck you and fuck that for thinking that way because that doesn't make you who you are, how you represent yourself on the outside it can be it can be a result of the work that you do on yourself inside on the emotions and you know for me when and and look i have been sober for 9 years okay and uh, this is still something that i struggle with uh, on a on a, a continuous basis. Okay. Is, is the value of, of self worth, <laughs> you know, liking myself. All right. That, that's been a very difficult thing for me in my life is, is liking and respecting and loving uh, me for who I am. Okay. And for most of my life, childhood, adult life, most of my 49 years Living and breathing on the planet Earth, I have lived my life to you know try to fit in into roles that weren't necessarily me at all. What what's the saying? A, uh, a square peg and a round hole. That that was me. And it wasn't until really, 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 like super recent that uh i just stopped giving a fuck and nancy's like you know what just in certain things in your life like you just have no more fucks left to give she's like you know because the few that you have left those are valuable those are worth something right you hold on to those fucks and if the situation doesn't um you know require you to give a fuck don't give a fuck a little crass, but kind of to the point. Um, and it is a—it's uh, a relief, I guess, for me to acknowledge who I am, to accept that um, this these these events in my life that happened that that really had a a pretty traumatic effect on me um those happened can't take them back can't go back in time and fix it and you know it took me a really really long time to acknowledge that to get to that point you know i was angry um I blamed those events and certain people involved in other events in my life. I blamed them for my challenges and my you know reason the need to drink or use drugs, you know. If you went through what I went through, you'd fucking drink too. Okay, well, yeah, maybe. All right, I get it. But it 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 sucks that it happened, and it's sad that it happened, but you're here and you're okay, right? Took me so long to to get to that. Uh, Lots of therapy, nervous breakdown, over-analyzing the shit out of myself. There's so much information available to us nowadays that if you wanted to take a deep dive on mental illness uh uh, ptsd you know childhood traumas my god you can put these pieces of a puzzle together that just you're like bam that's me and meanwhile the people around you are like are you okay like fucking knock it off man like i am sorry i love you but you are not doing yourself or any of us any good by diving into this stuff and still you know, you're, you're being the victim. I'm like, I'm not being the victim. You know, I'm trying to figure myself out. And it's like, well, but you're still, you know, hitching your wagon to those past events. Okay. And, you know, that was like the baseline for my emotions and the 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 one that fueled the emotion engine was was fear fear was the one that directed everything in my life and it like for example i had a phone conversation with a a really good friend of mine today family friend and this person like said some really very nice kind meaningful things to me today and i got this pang in my stomach and i I could feel this like uncomfortable wave of just like anger going through me i'm like what the fuck man like this person is giving you like a very very like sincere and nice compliment like you know, you, what this person is saying is like something that you have been searching for for anyone to say for your, your, as long as you can remember, and you're going to get angry about it. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Why? Because I'm afraid to let myself feel whatever that would feel like for someone to, to say something so sincere and heartfelt and kind about me or you, if you're listening to it. But I was able to catch myself. And I was able to push that to the side or just, you know, tell it to fuck off. And that was one of the fucks that I had to give today. I didn't, you know, do that. Um, and I allowed myself to somehow feel happiness, maybe. Um, and it it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's really strange. And then I come down to my basement. And I'm like, I got to talk about this into a microphone. And I, like staring at nobody. Well, there's Tom Cruise over there, Maverick, giving me the thumbs up. And the Overlook Hotel over there. But anyway, um, I uh, I'm in a I'm in like a WhatsApp thread with a bunch of friends, a bunch of sober friends, and that's been huge for me. And again, I, I'd like to keep putting this out there that, that that there are many, 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 many ways to get sober. All right, Uh, I happened to like, I started off in AA and used a 12-step program to get sober. That's not for everybody. It's. It it could be, it seems a little weird. You know, we refer to it as the bro-cram, the program. (laughs) But you know what? It fucking worked for me. And I was so desperate, I would have done anything. All right, just about anything. And, And it worked. But the thing since that got me kind of on my feet and to to get grounded the thing that has kept me sober is the communication with the other people that are like me the other drunks the other addicts we could talk about what we're feeling and how how wacky it seems like this morning i just sent a little thing and i was like you know everything in my life is going in a in a positive direction you know and uh And I, I, I think these feelings that I'm feeling are what one might call happiness. But why am I so fucking cranky and grumpy and angry about it? You know, it's because I, I am not used to those feelings, and I act that way. I act out that way. But you know, I didn't this morning because I, I caught myself and I called it. And I reached out to somebody and said, hey, like, this is the shit that's going on in my head right now. And that helps. And I, and I, I feel like wholeheartedly that uh, no matter what, what technique or, or whatever you use to get yourself to stop drinking, admit that you you got a problem and it's a bit out of control and you don't have any control over it, right? Whatever it is, keeping in touch with people who are you know working a sober life together that's that's going to keep you on the beam as we say and you know there's a few people in my life right now um that are, are you know relatively new to being sober and they're and they're dealing with um their emotional outburst i guess you know not knowing what the fuck to do with what they're feeling Like the booze has gone away, the drugs have gone away, the obsession to the craving and obsession and all that shit that drives us to do some of the sneaky, crappy bullshit that we did, that seems to be going away. So you take that away, but you're still the same asshole as you were when you were drinking. There's just no booze in you. There's no drugs in you, but you're there. What the fuck am I and what do I do with this? And man, that really is... um, that can be tough for some people um you know i have known a few people that that couldn't work that out that couldn't figure that out and couldn't they just couldn't take the the pain i guess the shame the guilt the self-loathing because of they didn't know who they were they reflected back on actions choices made while they were you know under the influence I mean, we have to uh, accept responsibility for these choices and these actions. We can't blame, you know, uh, past history or, or or what have you, right? Just because you're 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 loaded, and and you do something um, harmful to you or to someone else that that hurts them physically, emotionally, whatever it hurts them and harms them, it affects them, traumatizes them, you know. You have to own that. You did it, okay? Just because you're getting sober now, just because you're working on getting sober, on quitting whatever it is, and and cleaning up your act and cleaning up your side of the street, you know, you got to own it. And there are consequences, you know? And if those consequences uh, are negative towards you, well, you know what? You did do it, but you don't have to do it again all right you know we can all plead like I did I didn't mean to I didn't mean to hurt you I didn't mean to do that like no shit I know you didn't mean to do it it's not like you're you know an evil person but you fucking did it and it hurt you hurt me by doing that and you know gotta own it and you gotta work through it and that gets us back to the emotions I uh I recently patched things up with my parents, which I didn't think was ever gonna happen. We've been estranged well up until just a few days ago for about around four years and um, I was hurt and I was angry and I was heartbroken and I thought of them a lot and I missed them. But man, our relationship was, it was just a mess and I had to separate myself from that relationship, you know, relationships, I had a, you know, the, the, the unit of parents, the two of them, that relationship, and then the individual relationship that I had with, with each of them separately, they're still married. And I, um, I really didn't think I was ever going to get here. And it took a lot of honesty on my part with myself. Took a lot of uh, self-reflection. Most of all though, it took a lot of uh, forgiveness, forgiving myself and loving myself. And also realizing that the feelings that I'm having, right? those are valid, and those are real, and those are my feelings, and it's okay to have them. And in sobriety, even in early sobriety, you know, there might be relationships that unfortunately you have to sever because those relationships aren't good for you. They could be in the future right sometimes space does good i mean and i again i I did not think that i would get to this point with my parents i tell you what i am fucking relieved and i mean because i missed them i mean look i was really angry with them and disappointed with them for a long time a long time but i loved them i never stopped loving them and i missed them and i was heartbroken but I had to have the space to sort my shit out and I think I think it, it worked for them too, right? So now we're kind of on this weird new level. Weird I guess because I didn't really see this happening and having this emotional confidence now to express to them and frankly to others about what what I need, what I don't need, what works, what doesn't work, and this is all emotionally, and being confident in that. Now I'm not going to be 100% confident. <laughs> We're right about 75, 25 right now. I don't know, maybe 70, 30. But that's good, man. That's a lot better than it used to be. But I've noticed a change in myself over the just like whatever it's been, 72 hours. And I don't know. I just feel peace. I think that's what it is. I'm finally feeling some peace towards, you know, my family in the wild, wild life that it's been for all of us up until this point. And I don't know if you listening to this relate to that at all. Maybe you do. I think you do. Um, I hope you find it with whatever it is that's bugging you, whether it's a personal, professional whether you're a Bears fan, we got to make peace every goddamn year. Um, but I am going to hold on to this bit of peace and see what that does to me over the next few days. And what I mean by that is how it, how I evolve from it. You know, the emotions kind of create the being that we become right that we allow ourselves to become and we can shape that through our emotions we can let other people shape our emotions to create this being that may not be you know truthful meaning it may not be who you are wired to be you know and I think about um, I think about my 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 extended family, my my immediate, my family of origin. And then I think about my extended family on each side, uh, my mom's side, my dad's side, and then the generations before them, the generations before them, and so on. And there's been a lot of bad shit a lot of hard times, a lot of traumatic, shitty, awful things that have happened. And it just has kept going generation after generation after generation. And I got to a point where I was like, I I can't let this get passed on to my kids. Now, some of it will, some of it's gonna get through probably already did right but but the awareness that i have toward it hopefully will work um or help you know a kid's work out certain things in their life maybe maybe i can give them some i hate the word but a tool or two to help them navigate things um that they feel or experience and then i i thought you know with this podcast project whatever this becomes at least there's going to be some record of what I'm doing here for for people to listen to even if it is my family and I, I I've kind of made this vow to myself that you know all of that stuff that happened for generations back in my family you know I'm I mean it's all in me whether it was like, you know, in the presence handed to me through, you know, events, uh, or I mean, honestly, this shit gets like built into your DNA, man, you know, or if it was just passed to me that way, I want to take all of that as much of it as I can harness and use that to help people. But even if it's just like one person, man, you know, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but a, f- a friend of mine mentioned something to me. Told me something. Now, I, I forgive me. I, it is from a, a, I believe, a Hebrew text, um, not the Torah, but uh, I'm, I'm blanking on what it is. So f- forgive me. But the the the, the saying is, uh, "Save a life, save a world," and that's true. If you're able to help a friend, right? You're not only helping them, but you're helping those around them. You know, if if they have a family, you know, that world, you help that world, right? And I want us to all work toward that and realize that, you know? So much stuff happening, so much stuff, so much noise, that the goodness to other people gets lost in the shuffle. And, you know, it's what it's supposed to be about, but we're selfish (laughs) and we tend to forget about others or we tend to get emotional jealous towards others and that can affect um, those relationships. If you haven't noticed... My voice is a little, uh, (laughs) it's something tonight. Uh, I've been battling a cold, so, all right. I got to head off. I hope you enjoy this. I hope you take care of yourself. Be kind and loving to others and to yourself. Okay. You're doing good work. Love yourself, man. Forgive yourself. Give yourself a big old hug. Happy holidays. If I don't talk to you, happy new year. Take care.